This is Zombie Chickens Podcast, where two heads are better than one, even if they're undead. My name is Marnay. And my name is Megan. This is our ninth episode. So with this episode, we are going to discuss worst rated versus best rated movies. So each of us have chosen a movie from each category and we will discuss each one. Yes. Keep in mind, I have not seen the movies. (laughs) So I I, made sure I did. So I'm doing it purely off of critique from... (laughs) Uh, people that reviewed it, as well as Wikipedia. <laughs> you know, you know, but you know, uh, whenever you did like homework, like five minutes before the class. Oh yeah, <laughs> you like. Yeah, it f- literally feels like that. <laughs> I at least did my homework a day before, so I'm good. <laughs> okay, I will start us off with a movie in the worst-rated category called Birdemic, Shock <laughs> and Terror. It's a 2010 movie, but with a name like Birdemic, Birdemic, Emic, Birdemic. Obviously, it's birds and epidemic mixed together, but it's such a hard word to say anyway. It has 1.8 stars on IMDb. Shit. Yes. The synopsis is... A horde of mutated birds descends upon the quiet town of Half Moon Bay, California. With the death toll rising, two citizens manage to fight back. But will they survive the birdemic? Or will they survive birdemic? (laughs) I don't know why, but it kind of reminds me of, you know, a couple of years ago, we had the bird flu. Yes. Not... I would not we as people, the country had bird flu, yes. <laughs> exactly. It reminds me of that. Kind of, I can... Or, or not just that. Um, uh, it was actually two years ago. We had actual, not we, again, bird flu as an actual bird with flu. Uh, it was the chicken farms, all the chicken yeah. farms. It was this major thing in the Western Cape where there was a, literally remember, a yeah. shortage of, of chicken, chicken meat, meat. and eggs mm. and i think we're literally only recovering now on on egg prices because our egg prices skyrocketed i mean we normally paid like two rand an egg you paid four rand an egg mm. and that just made consumption egg consumption just a lot worse i don't know i'm going on a tangent <laughs> continue no problem me. it's just you're, just you're getting like bad memories from your egg life of eggs. Yeah, i know <laughs> that's what i'm saying you know, it's just traumatized. portion. <laughs> you know? Okay. Well, it's directed by James Nguyen. Stars Alan Bach and Whitney Moore. Who are all these people? Tippi Hendren and Janae Carter. I have no fucking idea. Anyway, it's a 2010 movie. And then the review... Of who made the list on IMDb, whose name is Big Buzzard1981. <laughs> that is who made the list and the review on IMDb. But he said, Ever wanted to see a modernized version of Hitchcock's classic The Birds, but done entirely wrong? 
while director James has your back <laughs> with, this, with his infamous 2010 film, Pandemic Shock and Terror. Our antagonists in this film are terribly animated birds who spit acid and explode on contact. If that's not ridiculous enough for you, the movie also has absurd dialogue, camera work, and even the sound mixing is off. That's what the guy said. (laughs) But I will read you the Wikipedia plot because I have no idea what this movie is. And I also felt I probably should have watched these movies, but I don't think I would have been able to sit through like five minutes of this movie. (laughs) <laughs> Returning home with his mother, Vin, f- with his mother Vin from a trip to Berlin, Michael Gr- Gant. Am I reading the right one? No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this does oh, not sound nice. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Starting <laughs> over. Rod is a young software salesman living in a successful life in Silicon Valley. He meets up with old classmate, an aspiring fashion model, Natalie, and begins dating her. Things go well for the couple, with Rod receiving a large bonus that he uses to start his own business, while Natalie is chosen as a Victoria's Secret model. Oh. <laughs> as they grow closer, the couple remains oblivious to signs of something going wrong around them such as unexplainable wildfires and the carcasses of deceased birds turning up on beaches. After consummating their relationship in a motel, Rod and Natalie wake up to find that their town is under attack from eagles and vultures. The birds spit fire and explode into flames upon striking the ground, having become mutated and toxic due to global warming. Oh god. Rod and Natalie escape from the motel by joining up with an ex-marine named Ramsey and his girlfriend Becky. As they leave town, they rescue two young children, Susan and Tony, whose parents have been killed by the birds. The group proceeds proceeds to drive from one town to the next, fending off more bird attacks along the way and briefly meeting a scientist named Dr. Jones studying the phenomenon. Becky is killed by the birds. Ramsey tries to save a busload of tourists. As they leave the bus, Ramsey and the tourists are killed by acid that is dropped by the birds. Jeez. Natalie stops Rod from attempting to rescue Ramsey because she fears the birds will kill him too. Rod, Natalie and the kids continue to flee from the birds, driving into a forest where they briefly meet a tree hugger named Tom Hill who talks to them about the dangers of global warming. After escaping a forest fire, the quartet ultimately settles on a small beach where Rod fishes for dinner as they prepare to eat. They are attacked by the birds, but then the doves appear and all the birds leave in peace. The film ends as Rod and Natalie and the kids watch the birds fly off into the horizon. Oh my god, really? Fucking saved by doves? But also, was this entire movie just a plot so he can sh- share his feelings on global warming? Hmm. I feel like it, it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that sounds like a horrible movie. Yeah. 
I think, you know, if you watch it with friends, I think it could be a good laugh, like make a drinking game out of it or something, like we did with the previous podcast. Maybe. Would be inter- I Some of these movies, movies, I always think to myself, I want to see why people hate it. And then mm. I know I am that person that I won't be able to sit for five minutes. I will, yeah. I will just, no, I can't do it. I know what you mean. <laughs> well, the one that I have here, it's the worst rated by Rotten Tomatoes. And it has a 0% on the tomato meter, whatever it means. And then a 19% audience score. That's Oof, quite low. That is really low. But the movie is called Ballistic. X versus Server. <laughs> and it was released in 2002. Well, the problem is... I didn't look at the director because I didn't know the, the director. Because normally yeah. when I watch a movie, I tend to look who was the director. But I, the name doesn't even sound remotely. Oh, it's... The, it's a weird name. Oh, he's Thai. It's um, which... Yes, it's a, it's a weird name. Which Let's see. Kayonanda. Kayonanda. Chaos. No, yeah, he's known as he's na- he's name known as Chaos. Mm. But it's Kayonananda or something like that. Chaos sounds better. Yeah. This movie was Chaos. <laughs> so I actually tried watching this film and I have to say it's it's beyond shit. I think if I went in not knowing it was rated the shittest film, I might have even watched it because yeah. I fell asleep. <laughs> like Okay. That I think didn't. half an hour <laughs> in the movie. That's saying a lot. Yeah. Because I do like action movies, but this, it's 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 very... There's two very... Fa- not just two, but there's two very famous actors in there. It's Antonia Benderas and Lucy Liu. Now, when I saw it, I thought, oh, but how can this actually be a bad movie? Yeah. Because it's mean, Lucy Liu and Antonia Benderas. Like, I mean, what the fuck? come now. Yeah. Desperado. Is it Desperado? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm just saying yes. <laughs> I'm just saying yes. I'm just going with it. What's the other... Um, I think Antonio Benderas played in um, Once, a Th- Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Johnny Depp plays the, played in it as well. And it was... It's a really good movie. Salma Hayek. Because I get confused between Salma Hayek and, 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 and her friend. And Jones. That's who I get confused by. <laughs> but yeah, he played it and it was Desperado. Let's just see Desperado. Jeez, 1995. Yes. Okay, no wonder I don't know. In fucking 1995. Anyway. And also Salma Hayek. Okay. <laughs> I think Desperado obviously came first and then it was Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Really good movie. Go watch it. Anyway, um, so when I heard this and I thought, this can't this can't be but anyway it's it's quite bad i feel like they were carrying trying to carry the film because mm. they are really good actors it's just the rest are just really yeah. shit yeah. i mean it's i i i can sometimes get away with watching a action film and there's no real plot yeah or no real um what you call it Storyline, no, that's the plot. <laughs> yeah, or just, you know... Development? Hmm. And this is just really a bad one. But I like how they put the critics' consensus. They said, 
A startingly inept form, Ballistic X vs. Server offers overblown wall-to-wall -wall action without a hint of wit, coherence, style or originality. I found that quite sad. <laughs> but um, on Rotten Tomatoes they gave a briefing of the plot. So if you do want to go watch it, go watch it. Haunted by the mysterious death of his wife, Jeremiah X in brackets, Antonio Banderas, has become a recluse, but the former FBI manhunter is blackmailed back into service to track down an unstoppable ex-DIA operative, codenamed Server, in brackets, Lucy Liu, who has kidnapped the young son of the head of a secret committee of international security agencies. I have to say, now that I think back of it, it's, it's quite inept. Yeah. It's literally, it's bombs going off. And, and, yeah, and there's people I, around. I, I actually saw this review. What did it say? It said something like... Um, oh, I can't even remember. Oh, it says, yeah. Ballistic is mo mostly about shooting, hitting and endless uh, barrage of bullets and bazookas to a point that it's way past mindless fun and onto the brink of being pornographic. Yeah, that sums it up quite good. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, a, it's a sad movie. Yeah. It's a sad movie. Yeah. I think everyone has that one film they are completely disgusted about yeah. and that's probably theirs. I mean, it's like Arnold Schwarzenegger, he played in a couple of very saucy um, films when he was younger and he very much denies yeah. it. And this, um, this movie actually only made 20 million. And the budget was seventy million. <gasps> yeah, bombed so badly. It's it's crazy, and I think everyone had high expectations because it was Lucy Liu and Antonio Banderas, and it was twenty two thousand and two. So it was obviously at the time period where Lucy Liu was like picking up and like. Mm. And now she's an artist. Okay. Mm, she she completely withdrew from, from the yeah. She retired actually. Well, yeah, from, she, from. she probably had so much fucking money anyway. Mm. So, but yeah, sad, 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 sad. Did you want to do another bad, bad, worst rated? We can do another worst rated. Well, because I just really want to read this this the, the, Twilight the, Saga the Twilight one. one. Okay, I'll do I'll do another bad one. I will do Monster A Go-Go. <laughs> it got 2.2 stars on IMDb. And it's a 1965 film. And it is on the list by the same person with the name Big Buzzard 1981. <laughs> so he made that list. And it is his worst rated. It is actually one of the known as one of the worst movies ever made hmm. if you look at the wikipedia page <laughs> so um the synopsis is a space capsule crash lands on earth and the astronaut aboard aboard disappears is there a connection between the missing man and the monster roaming the area okay it's uh, okay it's, i can say the director it's bull raban raban Raban, sure. <laughs> but I've, it's, it's a 1965 movie, so I have no idea who these people are. But anyway. Big Buzzard said, This movie is honestly the worst movie I've ever seen. Not only does it have terrible effects, you can't even hear the dialogue. 
yeah it says here it's supposed to be science fiction horror film <laughs> okay so there was actually two directors it says bill rabane and herschel gordon lewis who remained uncredited in association with this film <laughs> and i think it probably did him well that he wasn't <laughs> associated with the film the film is considered to be one of the worst films ever made no i want to go watch it <laughs> so this is the plot from the wikipedia page the plot concerns an American astronaut, Frank Douglas, who mysteriously disappears from his spacecraft as it parachutes to Earth. The policeman in one scene inspect the landing site of Douglas's capsule, capsule and notice a burned patch, only to dismiss it as a prank. The vanished astronaut is apparently replaced by, by or turned into a large radioactive humanoid monster. This is revealed when it comes into the scene and kills off Dr. Logan. A team of scientists and military men also attempts to capture the monster and at one point succeed in and imprison it in a lab, only to have it escape. Neither the capture, capture nor the escape is ever shown and both are simply mentioned by the narrator. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the film, the scientists corner the monster in a sewer under Chicago, but the monster suddenly disappears. The scientists receive a telegram stating that Douglas is in fact alive and well, having been rescued in, North, in the North Atlantic, perhaps implying the monster was an alien impersonating Douglas. The narrator provides the film's closing dialogue. Okay, anyway, that's the... Um, yeah... I'm gonna go watch this movie. I like old movies. Yeah, but this, I think this is bad, dude. <laughs> hey, all it's, it's, it's considered it's, one of the worst movies ever made. Well, you never know. Maybe it's that good, it's gonna start like or become pop culture. I, I think this is like way past the point of being pop culture. <laughs> uh, okay, but uh, the one that I have here, it's <laughs> I love this so much. It's from the Twilight Saga, and it's from a website called Rift Tracks. Never heard of it. Never mm -hmm. heard of it. But they say here, um, oh, and it has over 35,000 votes that Twilight Saga is the worst, because it is the fucking worst. Yeah. I mean, it ruined. It the ruined books. it. Yeah. It ruined my life. <laughs> it literally did. I was so angry when I walked out of that cinema. Oh my god, I can still remember. And you already had teenager angst, which is worse. Anger. Mm. So here, here goes. There's a lot to cover in this vast, sprawling film series, so let us try to boil it down for you. Mumble, mumbles, moon eyes. Mumble, 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 lie in the field. Mumble, mumble, <laughs> perv on a baby. Mumble. That is so <laughs> precise. <laughs> That is literally the only thing anyone can remember. Mumble, mumble. Congratulations, Twilight. You are the worst movie of all time as voted by the Rift Tracks audience. <laughs> I love Damn. this because that is so precise. It is literally just a lot of mumbling. Yeah. But um, I don't know if you saw, but on Rotten Tomatoes, The Covenant is rated in 93 as the worst 
as the worst. No, not percent, but rated. It's oh, like it's number one hundred, number ninety three in the one hundred list. Exactly, I couldn't believe it. The Covenant was seen as it has a cult following for it sure, has, but yeah. it was rated, and that's reason why it never went mm. on because it was rated really badly. Yeah, and one but, of the others I have here um, is the Emoji Movie, which did suck. Oh God, I didn't even watch it because mm. what the why the it, fuck? It fucking sucked. Date movie. Uh, what's that? You've never seen it. It's so cock. Don't watch it. You're going to waste time. <laughs> Scary movie five. Super babies. Baby geniuses two. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Meet the Spartans. I've never seen any one of these movies. So, But I'm, I'm, there's have, a lot sadly. of the spoof movies is on the worst rated, which is understandable because it it's is. a spoof movie. And not just that. It's a time period when it came out as well. It's like in the... Early to late 2000s. That's when all the stupid spoof movies came yeah. out. Like, um, there was one that was about, you know, The Matrix and all those. Uh, all those there was? Movies. There was one. I can't remember. It, just, oh, it annoyed the living shit out of me because <laughs> I love The Matrix. Come now, people. Anyway, you can start off with your best rated. Okay. I am doing... Well, there was... I'm doing Rotten Tomatoes list of best rated movies. Number one is Black Panther, but everyone knows Black Panther. Mm. So I'm going to do number two, which is Citizen Kane. It's a nine, the 1941 version. Mm. And it got 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. Makes Tomato, you want to watch which it. Which is really, really high for Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. But yeah, the synopsis is... When a reporter is assigned to decipher newspaper mag- magnate Charles Fo- Foster Kane's dying words, his investigation gradually reveals the fascinating portrait of a complex man who rose from obscurity to staggering heights. Though Kane's friend and colleague Jedediah Leland and his mistress Susan Alexander shed fragments of light on Kane's life, the reporter fears he may never penetrate the mystery of the elusive man's final word rosebud hmm. so it sounds i, I want to say more i don't want to i never i didn't read more up on it because i actually really want to watch it yeah so let's not go there <laughs> i actually want to watch it as well. for us. the rest of the movies are bad i'm never gonna fucking watch those things so i don't care <laughs> but i will give you some of the critic reviews um on rotten tomatoes mm. Marjorie Adams from Boston Globe said the sheer brilliance and audacity of Citizen Kane make the foremost astounding cinematic achievement of the season. It ranks with Disney's Fantasia as a milestone in the motion picture technique. Hmm. And then another one. This one is from Frank Morris of Winnipeg Free Press. Said everything that Wells which is the director, has to say in his capacity of author, actor and director as individual and striking. The grouping of the characters, the odd camera angles and the, the revealing little character glimpses are all superb. Hmm. So it got really, really good. There's like a few that says like, this is good, but blah, blah, blah. And, but mostly really, really good reviews on which is really hard for such an old movie no exactly mm. 
and it actually made so much fucking money. I don't know if this is like equivalent to back then. No, well, it's it is back then's my it's what they made in that year. Mm. I we need to actually see what it's equivalent to now because at that time they made almost a million, which for nineteen forty one is really a lot of money shitload because it's it's basically not even after the war it's mm. within the war um the equivalent today today is, is 17.3 million 17.3 million which is not a lot if you think of how much big movies make these days mm. but for a movie from 1941 from 90 and with the stuff they had mm. remember props then it's, it's basically crazy you know, it's, yeah it's it's and their budget was obviously so much lower mm. than what today's budgets for movies are because they didn't really have that no no like, exactly and everything is manual it's not mm-hmm. electronic yeah and digital as it is today yeah so it's 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 astonishing actually yeah so with mine i also took rotten tomatoes again but I chose this one because I like this movie. It's Mad Max Fury Road. And it came out in 2015. It got a 75% on the tomato meter and 86% on the audience score. And it's, I mean, everyone knows it. It's a really, yeah. really, really good movie. Just don't watch the old ones because I couldn't. <laughs> Jesus, I couldn't. I don't even bother. <laughs> I tried. I couldn't. So the critics' consensus said that with exhilarating action and a surprising amount of narrative heft, Mad Max Fury Road, Fury Road brings George Miller's post-apocalyptic apocalyptic franchise roaring vigorously back to life. You do know, I don't know if you know this, mm-hmm. but they shot a couple of the scenes in the Namibian desert. Oh yeah, I know. But after that, um, the Namibian um, government close that section off so no one can ever shoot there again because they fucked up the whole system there oh shit because they were driving madly yeah they were and an obvious sense i mean you don't want to disturb the desert but because it's a desert they thought you know they can do whatever they want but any case yeah fun trivia fact Hmm. but i mean i don't think i need to go through what the movie's about because we all know what it's about everyone knows post-apocalyptic yeah. Charlize Theron played amazing and Tom Hardy. But here are some of the others that I wrote down that was best rated as well on Rotten Tomatoes that got 100% was Wasteland from 2010. Don't know it. Wasteland. Mm. We Were Here. It's a 2011 film. Mm. Also 100%. Mm. The Apparently work. it's really, really good. The work. That, it sounds really good. Um, I think it's one of those tear jokers. I need mm. to prepare myself to watch it. <laughs> Obviously, then there's Shawshank Redemption from 1994. Really, 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 really good film. It got a 9.2 star rating on IMDb. Damn. Mm. It's a really good old film mm. with um, Morgan Freeman. I can't remember the other guy's name. The other actor. Very well known. No I mean, it's, a, it's an old film. It literally came out when you were two years old. Yeah. Okay, so the last one that I have here, I've, I haven't seen this movie. Um, like I just mentioned, it's called The Work. Um, I actually want to watch it. it. It sounds quite interesting. I mean, it did get 100% on 
the tomato meter and 86% on the audience score. So it's basically the same with audience score with Mad Max Fury. Mm. So the critics consensus says the work takes a gut-wrenching look at lives all too often written off as lost causes. Persuasively arguing that growth and change can be waiting where we least expect it. So it's one of those, I want to say, feel-good movies. Uh, okay. So it's set aside in a single room in Folsom Prison. Three men from the outside participate in a four-day group therapy retreat with level four convicts. Over the four days, each man in the room takes his turn at delving deep into his past. So it doesn't really give away quite a lot. Yeah. But I do want to watch the movie. Okay. I've never heard of it. Same, same. But apparently it got really good really good reviews. Mm. But that's a problem what I find with best rated movies is you can't really say what's the best rated movie. It's, I think it's the same with the worst rated movie as well because with best rated movies, I mean, I have categories where each one would be in the best. Yeah. That's the thing is it's also, it's opinion. It's... <laughs> It's exactly. from person to person as well. It's exactly. what you prefer. If some people don't like those type of movies, some people m- ha- might ha- love Monster A Go Go. <laughs> but okay, I think some movies you, we can unanim- unanimously decide it's fucking bad. But yes, yes, it's just that it's opinion. Like no, no, definitely. And there's some people that loved fucking Twilight. I know, but I think those are the people that didn't read the books. Fuck I those I, people. I didn't read the books. I and don't trust them. I didn't read the books and it still sucked. I don't trust a fucking person that says they liked Twilight. <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> Just go away. <laughs> go away. <laughs> go go do something else. It's like um, in film study, we discuss this one film, and it's a bad film in my in my personal point of view. A space odyssey. Oh yeah. Jesus Christ. It's three fucking hours. I could I could only watch I think like an hour. It's a it's, bad movie, but it's also because it has a cult following. Exactly. For me it's bad. But if you look at it from a film perspective, it's it's good for its yeah. time. I have not seen it. So it's it's you it's need okay. to put three hours aside for it, <laughs> I have to say. But I mean if you look about if you think about it there's one of my favorite films. It's it's called Murder She Said. I've seen it so many times. It's a 1964 film. About, it's not Murder She Wrote. It's Murder She Said. It's about mm. this old lady um, that's in on the train. I can't remember where she's going. Even even though I've seen it so many times, she witnesses a murder on the train that's passing her. Yeah. And she went to the police, and they didn't believe her. So she decided she's going to um, investigate, investigate, and find okay. the killer. It's an Agatha Christie book that's yeah adapted, that's adapted into, a film. into film. Okay, it's black and white. It's really good. I love it. It's one of my favorite movies. I need to watch that. We need to do another like movie marathon of classic movies. Mm, I feel lady. Yes, I actually have a DVD box set. <laughs> That I, we can watch, we can use your Xbox to watch it on. <laughs> yeah, because I, I think it's, there's a few, um, I think Audrey Hepburn movies. I think they're singing, singing in the, the rain. rain. I've never there. watched that. 
Bluetooth mm. here is really good. I like it. I've seen snippets of it because of film studies, but yeah. I've never watched it. I liked it. I really did. So we need to do a classic movie mm, marathon. The murder she said should be one of them. It's really, yes. it's one of my favorites. That with Beetlejuice. I've seen it so many flipping times. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the old one. The old one. I've never seen the old Simmons. one. I've seen that movie so many times. I I always used to love watching old movies because um, it has such a nostalgic feeling for me because it I does. when I used to go visit my grandmother, there was this program on TV called TL TCM. TCM. And then we my my grandmother and I used to sit and just mm. watch old movies. I actually saw like um, live action Fantasia on a like there's so mm. many things that was so cool to me and it was so interesting. And I just loved all the movies. That's where I fell in love with like classic movies. Mm. Now, Murder She Said, it was one was one of the films that played on TCM. That's how oh, I watched it. Okay. There was another one. It's um, that was really good. Was uh, the Yellow Rolls Royce? I think that one was that one was also quite good. It was a color, mm. color film. Yeah. At least. At least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think we need to do that. Mm. So for our next episode, we are going to make each other watch a genre we hate. And <laughs> then each one have to give a discussion about it. And the other person needs to ask questions yes. to see if this person has, wa has watched the film. Yes, we are going to be tested on if we actually watched Do you film. think we should take out the pitch snaps and take shots for the, for the questions you get wrong? We can do that. Sure, we still have peach films. So we can do that. <laughs> I think we're, we're turning into an alcoholic podcast, but sure, we can definitely do that. Uh, I think other people can relate as well. <laughs> so then, this is the end of the show. And um, remember to, almost it again, like, <laughs> like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Follow us on all social medias. Yes, uh, on Instagram and Facebook and, and, and. Uh, by all means, give us any ratings, reviews, and suggestions of what we can do in our next podcast. Also, don't forget about our Patreon. Mm -hmm. It starts at $1.50 and goes to $20. You can support us with anyone you choose. Anyone you can afford. Anyone you can afford. and Even if it's $1.50. It's a lot in rand. Even if it's $1.50, it would be really appreciated. Mm -hmm. Um... And then... That's that. That's that. Cheers for years. Cheers for years.